Beverly Hills is pure class until a scorned housewife goes Oklahoma on your ass. Friend, family, or foe, relationship status can change quickly in the 90210. Ma chérie, mademoiselle, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight. And now we invite you to relax and partake. Let us pull out our e-cigarette as the dining room proudly presents your dinner party from hell. That's right, folks. Welcome back to Housewives Heretics, the show where we get wasted and we talk about the ladies of Bravo from the very beginning. We are here to talk about the one of the most iconic, hard-hitting episodes, The Dinner Party from Hell, Beverly Hills. I'm Josh. And I'm Kalindi. Hey, hey, hey. Are you excited? I am so excited and scared. I'm a scared. I'm a scared. I'm just floating in a martini glass right now and yeah. I'm ready to go. I wish Faye Resnick was behind me and just pumping her little legs of drama and getting me going. Oh, I, <laughs> res- I wish that I could rest on Faye Resnick's blown up lips like a pillow. <laughs> uh, okie dokie. So let's get ready. Let's get into it. Let's get ready for some hard hitting news. Housewives of New Jersey star Jennifer Aiden has revealed that her husband's Red Ferrari was stolen from their garage Mm -hmm. on Sunday night, and she shared on Instagram, Bill and I just got a call from home that his Ferrari was stolen in our garage. The kids are home. My family's home. My mother is home. They somehow got in the garage and stole the Ferrari within the last hour. In addition to reiterating that her family and children were home in another post, she revealed that her 17-year-old son, Justin, pulled up right as they were leaving the property. Yeah, somebody they know took that car. No, right. they just walked in their car, their house in Parambus and stole that car and they don't know where it is. Unless, what if it was, what if it was Bill's? Mistress. Ex-mistress. <gasps> or current mistress. There's some real stuff going on there. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. more happening than happened at the, at the dinner party. Like, Yes, that is a off. messy turkey sandwich up Ooh. in there. I cannot handle it. I, I would like to know more. I think, well, honestly, I think Jennifer has a long, as long as Teresa and Dolores are there, I think Ter- Jennifer has a long time that we're going to see her on New Jersey. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Jennifer single, to be honest. Ooh. I... I feel the heat hot and fresh out the kitchen is that bitch. I feel the heat off her. She's mad. This yes. isn't, and this is the problem. This is why you have to talk about it then. Because when you're mad 10 years later, you don't get over it. Yeah. Because that's been festering for so long. It becomes such a part of your psyche. It already, when something like that happens in your life, takes a long time for you to get over it. When you start the repair right away. But when you sit on that, that little Miss Muffet, she sat on the Tuffet, and she will only be eating curds away until she divorces him. Know this. You heard that from your psychic sidekick <laughs> right now. Right here. And other juicy news, we got Shaz's Sunset star Mike Shuhad was arrested for domestic violence on March 27th. Page Six has exclusively learned. The Los Angeles Police Department confirmed Monday that West Valley officers responded to a call of unknown trouble at approximately 10 p.m. local time. He was arrested for intimate partner violence with injury, which an LAPD public information officer explained is another legal term for domestic violence. Why don't we just call it domestic violence? Um, It is used where there is a visible injury on the victim. Shuhad was charged with felony corporal injury on a spousal or cohabitant and given a $50,000 bond and held until 6.35 a.m., at which point he was released for paying the money. He is due back in court on July 25th. Mike is an interesting character. He has a lot of demons and could be a sociopath. I'm not really sure. (laughs) I mean, A beautiful one. Yeah, he's beautiful and he's charming. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I forgive him every time. Yeah. I, I, I do think, I think that he needs a lot of actual therapy and work on himself. Definitely. I think some people that grow up, I think, you know, he grew up in a certain way. And I think sometimes when you grow up and you don't, 
I think you, it's really easy to look around you in a world where there are so many heinous things that happen and be like, well, nothing like that happened to me. I couldn't have that deep, dark trauma. Right. And but people, but people don't understand that those cuts come differently. You yeah. can still experience the same amount of trauma and it, that doesn't seem equivalent because people experience things differently and people have different tools. Sometimes people that are in the worst situation can block all of that because they have been born into those tools and they're able to not be present. Um, and so not giving any heed to any yeah. poor rich kids, poor little rich kids. But I'm just saying like, uh, he's, you know, watching him throughout the whole show, he definitely struggles with self-esteem and, and uh, this is not good. Not good yeah, for Shuha. He definitely has a darkness. Absolutely. He's, there, there's, there's something underneath that we don't all get to see. Yeah. Like when Gigi and her knives. The dark passenger. <laughs> Gigi and her knives with the dark passenger. They all have oh, one. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> my, one of my favorite. Knives. Back in that day, <laughs> knives were real big. Saucy daggers. Oh. The, the knives were huge on property. <laughs> The days of knives. We loved knives back then. Um, um, so we're going to do a little something a little different because we're so bored. I'm also weirded out that Bravo, because Atlanta's not coming till May 1st. And so all we're going to really have is New Jersey. I mean, there's Beverly, there's OC, but I did watch last week's episode. And, um, you know, it would be comparable to the Ireland trip if it was exciting. <laughs> well, not comparable at all in right. terms of but I think good. I do yeah. think for this season it was something. Yeah. I, it was the best episode this season. And honestly, you know, I, I've been faltering here or there with Heather. I do have to say that it is a big accusation to say somebody threw somebody into a wall. <laughs> I do think she did throw him into a wall. No, nice. <laughs> I absolutely do think she did, but I think that he signed a paper that said, I will not sue you for throwing me into a wall. So what I, wall? Think it's, I think wall? it's neither here nor there. I think this is an open off. concept home, Josh. There are no walls at all. I think she threw, threw him into that hideous frosted bird glass that she had <laughs> built and flown over from who God knows where. Um, but what we're not going to talk about is the housewives. We're going to talk about... Um, Below Deck Medi uh, Below Deck Australia because I love it. Down under. Down under. I love it. I'm I, obsessed. I'm honestly, I, well, I've always loved Aisha, who I always called Aisha, but Aisha. I've always loved her. Um, and she is just such a fun. She reminds me of somebody that I knew when I was younger that multi-hooped, lots of hula hoops. Um, but like she just has like this really sweet spirit, and I love it. But realistically, what I love about this season is I love, I think, first of all, the boat is huge, but I just love how they all work together. I love that the captain is Wait, hot. They all work together. None of them do any work except for Captain Jason. Well, that's, I kind of just meant that like, I get to see Captain Jason so much. And he, yeah. And, and he's so, he's honestly, if he just needs a little bit work on the teeth, but gorgeous. Only the bottom. He's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It, he really is. And... He is an exemplary, he is an example of what a good boss is. A good boss, a good man. He'd be a great father. He's so mm. patient. He, the hardest worker, will never ask you to do something he doesn't do himself. Literally I, cleans up shit at I, 1 a.m. I love that he doesn't do that. I also love that he's like, listen, I want you to get in the water. I want you to have fun. I like that there's the aspect of like, we're all living here and you should enjoy your life too. And he's not afraid to be like, yeah, I'm going to have a drink with you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because we're all people here. If I can clean up shit beside you, I can have a beer with you. Amen. Amen, and that's that on that. sister. This is the greatest show. Um, and it, I mean, it's not really that great. I mean, we're just really no, in a really lull. Is. I love it. it. But it's really good. It's really good. I benched it all yesterday. We're, we're, in a, we're in a lull right now, though. Yeah, of the guests. Uh, oh, just very exciting. Also, the really, I, it made me need to go to Australia and get on that boat. I need, to, I need to go. I need to go. Nick, hello. We're coming. <laughs> We're on our way. We um, probably can't afford that boat, but we can buy Captain Jason a beer somewhere else. Yeah, we'll just we're actually just gonna sit outside where the boat docks and we're gonna meet him out. We're gonna when, go 
we're gonna go to Magnums. That's where they went. They no, went to Magnums. When um they the guests are scuba diving, we're actually in the water posing as fish. <laughs> we're sitting on the island in like our little treehouse waiting watching we we have pretend picnics outside we're like oh god just waiting for our yacht to come over oh no is that a stalker no i'm a swordfish <laughs> where's captain jason i mean your captain <laughs> um and then we go to um and then that's pretty much it we'll get more into new jersey later i think we're in a uh, building season um, I know that New Jersey was here in Nashville, and I know that I tried to chase them down but couldn't find them, unfortunately, which is very disturbing to me. Um, but, yeah, it's really sad. I mean, it's not that huge of a city. I literally ran through all the bars looking for them. Captain Jason. Uh, Captain Jason, where are you? I'm looking for you immediately. Um, and we'll get more into New Jersey later, but let's rewind, remind, and get ready to go back to December 16th, 2010, what was the song we were listening to? Dedicated to Alison Dubois, Raise Your Glass by Pink. <laughs> it actually by Alison Dubois. <laughs> actually by yes. Patricia Arquette playing Alison Dubois in Medium. <laughs> yep, that was the video. Yeah, that, that was the video, just Patricia Arquette drunk, reading tarot cards, saying, call today, only $3 a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know when you're going to die, and I love that about me. And I love that about me. I can we get shirts that say that yes. I know when you're gonna die and I love that about me absolutely I love anybody that has the confidence to say and I love that about me <laughs> um in the box office somebody saw Chronicles of Narnia 3 the voyage of the dawn treader and on tv we're watching house and horrid harry yeah never saw horrid harry or the voyage of the dawn treader oh my gosh i love all the chronic what Cults of narnia i've only seen the first one i've never watched oh, any other ones i read all the books they changed they changed the cast right yeah i read all the books i hate when there's a mid-season mid mid franchise um, shake up shake up yeah i only like a mid fran meat shake no i'm just kidding <laughs> franchise, sorry. Um, and then in the fat in the headlines what were we reading the talk show Larry King Live comes to an end after 25 years. Wow. Rest in peace, Larry King. Mormon, right? Is he dead? Is Larry yeah, King dead? dead? I thought so. <laughs> His wife was Mormon. He was a Mormon. Um, but Larry King, only 25 years, though, seemed like a lot longer. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was a long time ago, I guess. But I don't yeah. know. Long time. Uh, in the fashions, we were wearing leggings under dresses, and then we just went to leggings later. So yeah. get ready. And, and we're still the, there. And we're, st we're still residing in a place of leggings. Yeah. Lula Rue. Um, and then the celeb gossip, Lindsay Lohan. All the rumors were swirling. She was 24, currently at the Betty Ford Center in Rancho Mirage, California, has com completed 100 days since her last positive drug test and alcohol test, says the New York Post, allegedly. Um, Lover, I only remember Lindsay being at Passages, not Betty Ford, but yeah. I, at Passages with Lindsay Lohan. With Lindsay Lohan. And Stephanie Tanner was there. Oh, what she a was cast. There the, she was there. The, what a cast. <laughs> So Stephanie Tanner was like, no, you're supposed to be Michelle. And Lindsay was like, you can't hang out with me. Like, how rude. How rude. What's that, Michaela? What? What? You're interrupting? Oh, yeah. We've got some special guests. Uh, special news. Okay. We'd like to welcome to the show comedian co-host of Know That and The Messy Show. It's America's Next Top, Quinn Lamar. How are you? <laughs> Oh, good. How y'all doing? Thanks for having me. Good, good, good. That's quite an intro. Yeah, I want to be on top, top, top. <laughs> Usually, yeah, I do. Yeah. Also introducing co-host of Know That and I Am The Cute One podcast, Chuck E. Cheese CEO and Taylor Lautner doppelganger, Broadway baby, Johnny Hatfield Smith. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. For oh, my God, of course. Iconic episode in which... You clearly love <laughs> just a little bit. Enough to name a podcast after, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah rewatching it, it was such a different experience. I felt like I had seen it recently, but um, clearly not recently enough. I forgot how chaotic it was, um, especially like people were making so much of the Erica episode as being the next dinner party from hell. And it really doesn't have this energy. 
It's very cold no. and chill. Much like Eric. And they even named it that, like <laughs> Dinner Party from Hell Part 2. And I said, no, I don't think so. That's <laughs> right. a big thing. That's a that's a bold claim yeah. to make for anything. Right. Because what, what the Dinner Party from Hell is, is probably one of the most um, cinematic things I think we've ever seen yeah. in Housewives history. The right. way the, the confessionals, the way it's lit, the way it's shot. It's 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 the Oscar female lithography. <laughs> just, the, the hair toss, the like she oh, does like a Blanche yes. Devereaux head pet after she like says something <laughs> she, like she's feeling herself. These women are firing on all cylinders here. Yeah. They are, they are. It was very honest and real too. Those reactions were very in the minute. Um, and so let's just get started. We'll start with the fluff at the beginning with Lisa and Ken aggressively driving because Lisa just got her license and wants to try to get out of a ticket, I guess. Um, <laughs> apparently in London, they're much more aggressive drivers, she says. Um, I just think they have smaller roads, but it is I what agree. it is. <laughs> you know, it, I can't it, imagine it, anything more aggressive than an American mother on the road. I just don't, <laughs> I don't buy it. Hey. The soccer mom, that's who you move off the lanes for. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's just a bunch of these little scenes before we get to the mess that is this <laughs> dinner party. Um, Camille and Taylor go to lunch at Jeffrey's in Malibu. Um, and it's pretty boring. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's just, yeah, I, I mean. The worst part I, of the episode. Yeah, absolutely. They, they're just getting to know each other. They don't know any, each no. other at all but they're pretending to be friends because Taylor gave Camille information. And then, um, and then Adrian and Paul, which is just my favorite part of maybe this whole season is them constantly hating each other the whole time with no sugar, just yeah. all spice. <laughs> yeah. The craziest part about growing up and getting older, I think, is people that I never found attractive at like a certain age. Now that I'm older, they look better just because they're younger. So like Paul, I've never found attractive my entire life, but watching him in a season one episode, I was like, oh, he's hot kinda. Yeah, he looks much younger. Yeah, yeah much younger. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> not saying much. Donnie, Donnie had a thing for Harry Duber for quite a oh uh, for a minute. Isn't that his name? Harry, Harry Duber. Well, so did all of New York City, apparently. <clears throat> the, whole, the whole Upper East Side. Yeah. So. Why don't you just go to the Regency and hang out for a while? <laughs> because I don't like him at his current age. I like I like know. early season Harry Got Duber. He needs so a if time I get a time machine. machine, I'll go to the Regency. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, get in the hot tub uh, time machine that Camille seems to have. <laughs> With little Jude. Yeah, we're laughing. We're laughing. But if a time machine is ever really invented, somebody's going to go back to try to nail Marilyn Monroe. I mean, come on. <laughs> I thought you be... were going to, I was going to be the server at this dinner party. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, I would oh, no, totally no. want to be in the room, not nail Marilyn Any, any <laughs> technological advancement is going to be used for sex first. Androids, <laughs> sex. No, this. Time travel, yeah. sex with past hot, hot people. Uh, I, come I just look what we do with the internet we can do anything with the internet what do we do with it we have sex right. with it yeah, yeah that's true that's, that's true i i loved that the little boy jumped on paul's face and adrian paid him to like basically she was like what happened paul what happened i i had no idea that colin would jump on your face it's fine boys will be boys it's fun <laughs> it's fun forgot about those kids I, it's been so long since i've watched this episode and since I watched this season, I forgot a lot about um, Adrian Maloof, how much I love her, first mm, of all. Yes. Is she not so captivating? Um, she's just such a presence. She doesn't really she have is. to do anything. She, the first thing she let us know was that she voted for Obama. She hit the ground running with me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so we did the math, and I'm convinced that Adrian and Paul only slept together the <clears> night that one time. Because their, kid, their first baby is, is twins. Is eight. <laughs> But the, no, the second one's twins with yeah, the surrogate. The second one's twins, so twice. Yeah. The first one she gave birth to, and it was exactly, it was like seven and a half years, and they've been married for eight years. Uh, so wow. it, it, that's how she got trapped. She just got trapped <laughs> with Paul. She didn't mean for it to happen. Yeah, because yeah, the twins are. I feel like they would just have like, I feel like they just would have like really in-depth arguments, and then somehow she'd end up pregnant. Like, oh, really? <laughs> she's just, just from the spit from the arguments like they, yeah it's just like <laughs> do anything. they they 
they on some kind of like nervous system level connect in a way angrily that creates life i can't see them actually yeah. doing penetration. she just fills him full of hate i think that's why she <laughs> just hates him so much and um, then baby and then here we go and then uh so then there's um this the first baby's like background check to make sure if it's really hateful you're like little criminal because he's 19 i looked at i did all the research today oh my Um, god they got old they got old they got old 19 well it said about 19 wikipedia you know very about 19 um he wrote that himself i'm about 19 (laughs) um And then we get this, we get a lot of these in this early Beverly Hills, this like getting ready montage where we have to watch all of them get ready to go. And we get to see Pamela talk about Camille. And then the limos are two different uh, limos. So we've got the limo with Taylor, Adrian and Lisa and the limo with Kyle, Faye and Kemp. And they're, you know, just normal limo rides. Um, This is the interesting part where we meet Allison. Uh, and, Alice, and we see Didi again. Didi, uh, she's back. Didi has Didi. such a deep voice. <laughs> Didi, Didi's like, don't I forgot how much I hate Camille. Didi. Yeah, me too. And now, and here's the thing: I hate Didi. because <laughs> yeah. you want a girls' night too. It's like I hate Didi because she's so nice. She can't really be that nice. You know what I mean? Well, she's being paid to be nice. I mean. Right all Camille's friends are her staff so (laughs) Allison Dubois also on the payroll and you notice she's here for entertainment her sidekick Sidekick. right I I love that she's just wasted she's like I didn't drink before I got here Camille (laughs) she's so happy and proud of herself that she didn't drink and then Camille hands her a roofie the biggest glass of mar- martini I've ever seen. She's like, oh, it's okay. Just take this one. No, drink this one. <laughs> Her first of four drinks. Huge. And everybody she else. Like, like, I can handle it. Patricia Arquette plays me on TV. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to go to the in-between. You know what I mean? She really wanted to be present. Uh, and and so we we meet. And I felt like. Camille was a little shady to Kyle on the phone when she was like, also, it's uh, it's cocktail attire, Kyle, like no moo-moos. But <laughs> Alison Dubois is like just in jeans and everybody else is like completely dressed up. She was like wearing, she had like a bare midriff too, right? Wasn't it like a, 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 it was like a jogging bra, it looked like. What was that? Like, like- <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. She actually just got from a run. She just ran yeah, the meals. Yeah, and the rest of the women are like reunion ready almost, yeah. especially oh. for an early season. Yeah, Faye is ready to go to the only reunion She's she always. wanted to Faye. go. <laughs> Faye is Faye re- always ready. ready. Yeah, she like does. Playboy cover again. But let's I, be real, we all know that Kyle would show up in a movie. So yeah, yes. and she did. She did. And that <laughs> geometric, she's like, oh, okay, so my cocktail movie. We're ready. We're ready. <laughs> Got, it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, this, this, this yeah. one's encrusted. I love this one. Um, so they all... do a split in. <laughs> That's what she needed, just to jump on that table and flip her ponytail. Um, and then the ladies arrive and they have a cocktail and they're they they kind of do all the niceties. It's a little awkward. And then Camille directs them inside to start the dinner party where nobody ever eats. Like <laughs> I, I this was like season two with Wham Bam, thank you, Dana Pam. But like nobody wanted to eat here. There was no food available at this party. Yeah. I was and like that truly made it hell. Yeah. Nice. I, I was so confused why they were they all sat down and um Allison was the only one that was still drinking the martini. Everybody else had wine or yeah. Camille, Camille had water. She's that bitch that's your friend that's like, no, you should have more. And then is drinking water all night while you get messy. I used to have a how to survive reality TV guy or how to survive reality TV handbook. And it told you like, if you're on Survivor and have to eat a roach, pretend it's chicken because it tastes like that, whatever, stuff like that. And it said, if you're on a reality show with alcohol, you should get everybody else drunk and you drink water so that you are in control of everybody, basically. So Camille read it. 
Pernicious. Yeah, she did. Pernicious. She wrote the book. <laughs> the art of war, like she was reading last time so casually in the kitchen. Just the art of war. Um, and then there's no really way to like lay out what really starts to happen. So like it just it basically it all took a hit of acid. Right. And basically, I guess Allison was brought there, and the first thing DD has to tell them is that did you know she's the woman from Medium? But you're never allowed to ask her anything about her career again. You're just supposed to be entertained by the tangents that the funny stories she has to tell. I don't know what she was going to talk about, but it was such an awkward dinner that I felt like was just waiting for people to get drunk enough to get into the mess. Yeah. You know, where you're just like, no, nobody in the room really likes each other, but let's wait until you get drunk enough to say what you really think. And then of course you've got Lisa Vanderpump kind of just stirring everything. Miss Lisa. I love I love the clips of her face like you could just see how much she loved it Camille was loving it but neither of them were involved they were just really sitting back and watching everybody else go at it and it's funny because that oh go ahead no go ahead that's how Kyle is now and I think Kyle rewatched season one and saw that she was the target of this so many times that now she's like oh fuck no I'm gonna (laughs) I'm going to play that part. I'll sit at these dinners and be quiet and just get everyone else riled up because she like fed into it a lot this dinner and she Mm -hmm. was, yeah, she fell for it from all angles. She fell for it when Lisa did it. (laughs) She fell for it when Camille did it. She just kept taking that bait. Yeah. Lisa walked into this. She walked into that meeting Allison like, oh, you do what you hmm. like the look on her face was like everybody's face hearing what this woman was saying exactly she was like and it was like she was like like "Mm, so this is this is how this is gonna go and then i loved how she finished with like i'll have to watch it i'll have to watch it (laughs) (laughs) so shady but i found kyle to be perplexing to watch then versus now she is absolutely that person that lets everybody else fight then she talks about it later but definitely took notes i mean i still find the outburst from camille where she just hates faye resnick (laughs) to be i mean it was beautiful she was like oh who are you wait i know who you are you slut like she was like i see you and you did it 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 was was, classy when i did playboy when you did it it was wrong the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. I guess it was the, the, the hair extensions and the blowed up fake lips. That she <laughs> like, okay. Right. She patted like, herself on the back after that one. Yeah, she, she did. During she it. took a victory lap. Yeah. 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 And she, then they only slowed down because they're like, didn't you do Playboy too? And she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. But not after my friend was murdered. Right. Like, I was in the experience for us all. Like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Never. I mean, I was in my 20s. I was looking for a husband. And she's very (laughs) shy and doesn't drink, Camille says all the time. She's still in rehab. He wasn't ready to meet me. (laughs) (laughs) She's right outside with her binoculars. She's like, there he is. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then. Allison, the e-cigarette, which is just <laughs> that one that looks like a candy cigarette is just such of a That was time. the first, yes. the first yeah. e-cigarette where they thought people wanted to smoke cigarettes, that fake cigarettes that looked real. Right. Very out of touch. Very and, out, and, of out of touch. And just to think that you could just pull that out in the middle of this moment and just puff away <laughs> and like deep inhales. I was like, she's a, like a carton a day smoker. Like she's <laughs> going down with it. And like, then at like some point there's like three martini glasses in front of her and she's like finishing one and Camille's like, no, don't drink it, pushing it closer to her. And <laughs> it's just so beautiful really um that was a lot of prop work from allison martinis and cigarettes it was like in um under the sea and the little mermaid when that octopus plays the xylophone with all of its hands that is what allison was doing with anything that would get her fucked up and it was kind of like princess and the frog she had her help with her friends from the other side (laughs) 
uh, I like to think of Alison Dubois as an octopus now, just smoking and drinking all the time. Camille has a funnel. You got DD on the other end. No, Camille loves to hang out with women. And just like <laughs> such a strange, she's a girl's girl. Um, but I really think, so they finally get Allison to read Kyle and Kyle and mostly Lisa, they kind of push. And Kyle loves mediums. So they finally get her to read her and she reads Camille instead. So <laughs> it was shocking. Um, except I, he will never emotionally fulfill oh. you. <laughs> it's like that. such a good line. <laughs> no, that. I, I love still it. think she's right. Oh, about oh, Kyle? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love Mauricio to death, but I mean, right. at this point, he doesn't even seem lucid enough to fulfill anybody's. He, yeah, needs. he's borrowing like, the e cig, but it's all just weed. And <laughs> he's just high as the clouds. Allison's in hell he's... borrowing cardigans from the dead, and <laughs> Mauricio is in the clouds, just tolerating. He's literally been high. He's been high since it's been legal there. Yeah. And before that, too, because uh, Brandy yeah, on the one true. reunion said, why are you guys acting so crazy about the space cakes? The last time I and smoked, I've smoked weed with girl. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So he's just publicly fine now. Right. That's true. You do your homework. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> She's always studying. We watch on a loop. It's on here. right now, <laughs> right behind us. Season seven. <laughs> um, and then, and so I, I loved... I loved with, I loved how much Faye was in it, but I don't know that I really thought that Faye was absolutely fighting for Kyle in the sense that I just thought like she wanted to fight with Camille. Mm -hmm. I think that like she was just there and she was like, you came for me and now I'm going to get you. Kyle sit down. Cause I think Faye of the Faye, Kris Jenner, Kyle is more of an instigator than the other two. Well, Kris Jenner is kind of. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you know, she she's poking everybody, I but I, I Kyle doesn't know how to really handle moments like this. Mm-mm. She gets very overwhelmed. Like Kim, you know, Kim is literally under the table shaking like a chihuahua running down the street. And, <laughs> Kyle, <Yeah. laughs> and so you kind of need Faye to because Faye was very calm and kind of called Allison out. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. she was like call me and she was the only one and nobody really had a point to I mean Faye kind of got the last word in my mind before enough enough Mm -hmm. um she she because you know we call Dolores the black one on New Jersey (laughs) Faye is the black woman (laughs) you know Faye and Dolores have similar energy to me actually when you think about it (laughs) <laughs> and Josh last week said that his theory about Dolores was that she's a mob boss. So I I think so. I think yeah. I think she's the new Tiny Manzo. She's got the golden <laughs> cookie and she's ready to go. Because I've never seen men bow down to a woman like Dolores mm. ever. She'll divorce you, take everything you have, and you'll still pay for three houses thirty years later. It's like yeah. it, it, like Dolores hasn't worked since 1972, and she was <laughs> like a security guard in a mall, and it's great. But like, I was just shocked. I'm like, she can get anything she wants, and I admire her. What a woman! And Faye Resnick too. Who? Yeah. What does Faye Resnick do except for design Kyle's house over and over again <laughs> in terrible ways? Yeah. She's like, and no, Playboy. we need to mirror this wall. We need more glow shit over here, and make this look like Chris Jenner's floor immediately. And then. <laughs> Kyle's like, fine, Faye, we're going to do it. Um, whatever you say, Faye. Whatever yeah. you say, Faye. I, I do think Faye had her homework ready because in the producer's cut, she says that they're like, what is your opinion of Camille? And she says, I think she's sick and she needs treatment. <laughs> so I think not completely wrong. Just like I love Faye so right? much. I do too. I think I think the last couple of seasons of Beverly Hills have needed Faye. 
mm-hmm. think you need some like when Faye went to Lisa Vander's pump's house that uh, thinks like season three or four and just kind of stirred everything around the pool. She does a really good job of stepping in and then leaving right away. I mean, even she, her husband was the one that read all the documents that nobody could read except for Sutton last season. Right, that's true. <laughs> Faye's that's husband. True. We yeah. know, we don't know that he's married. It was totally just Faye. She was like, I called <laughs> Faye's husband. Faye doesn't have a husband. <laughs> Faye has no husband. Rewatching this episode though, I was thinking how messed up is this medium is like talking about how Kyle's husband won't, for, won't fulfill her. And then Camille's husband is full on in New York with this <laughs> woman. Right. Having a full-fledged affair that ends her marriage. Right. And the medium says nothing. That's why well, yeah, maybe the ghost didn't tell her that. <laughs> he didn't. The ghost didn't tell her that. Frazier would get a panty line tattoo with another woman's name on it or you know it just didn't happen or that he would give the shadiest husband interviews in Bravo history when he's like you can only hope to be married to somebody decent after eight years (laughs) I was like oh hey that's that's it didn't say that Camille she kept her mouth shut about him falling through that stage too (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and wearing women's underwear while he was doing it so you know she, she was like just a cute little joke she was like i love lingerie at the beginning and it was said kelsey on the drawer as she opened it <laughs> i and then when it goes to end it just kind of explodes and then for some reason it just happens all the time Taylor and Kim just hate each other so much that they just made eye contact once and Kim was ready to like American gladiate her. Yeah, she was so site. mad. Yes. She was on site with those two. It was like Ashley Darby and Cynthia, I mean, and uh, Candace. Like I yes. love when two characters just, you just don't like each other and you're just yes. going to fight every chance you get. I love that. Miss that about Kim and Taylor. Yeah, me too. I, I love that Taylor Taylor thought that Adrian was going to take care of it. And Adrian was over there doing her schedule. Like, she didn't care. She was like, whatever. And then she was like, Adrian, do something. Do something. Adrian's and- emailing the other kids to beat up Paul next. <laughs> Adrian's confessional was like one of my favorites. She's like the medium to my left. Like, she yes. was just so shady. Yes. So shady. Uh, she was like, and those were very big drinks. Very strong. <laughs> one sip and I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Like, like, wow. And I love that it took like, like one sip, you're like, uh-huh. And the next one, you're like, oh, wow, that's strong. Like, right. okay. And that one hit her in the pencil. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't so- watch Medium. Did she have a drinking problem? Because it seems like she should. Oh, my sister. I, I, I didn't watch it either, but that's kind of an interesting concept that you can only connect with the dead when you're wasted. I love <laughs> that, that you have to get drunk. That should be the next Bravo show, the drunk psychic. And they're just three <laughs> wasted psychics. They go to AA during the day. And they're like, but I have to do my job. I yeah. have to do it. There's a serial uh, killer on the loose. I'm supposed to be like, drunk in a bar. Like, oh my God, I'm supposed to be in an abandoned mental hospital in 10, like, 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> I'm so shit faced though. Just call Patricia Arquette. She's got this one. <laughs> Um, and so that they, Taylor and Lee and Kim make eye contact and they just squabble like two chihuahuas. They just start biting it. And then Taylor, enough, enough, which is like my favorite thing. You need to tell them to stop. You need to And she's like, I can't stop you. No, I can't stop you. Blow up your lips a little bit more. Blow up your lips a little bit more. That one will never get away from me. Never get away from me. Never, never, never. That and I, is all gold. I and I just always see Taylor eating that cotton candy every time <laughs> I see her. I just wanted her to like enough, enough, and just lick some cotton candy yeah. and then prance out of there. Um, <laughs> and These then not the kind of women we are. Whatever, something she's didn't she say that? Like yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Classy ladies or something that we are. Right. This is this is who it, you are. I want to know, I wish Bravo would do more timestamps. Like, how long mm. was that dinner? Was that a four-hour dinner with no food? Because, like, it, I felt like it was pretty long, yeah. but the polo club was still open. So, <laughs> yeah, we need to look up 
the hours. How long do they stay? I think it's open pretty late because like Josh Flagg lives there. So he's drunk <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I think when you're rich, nothing closed. The Beverly Hills Hotel, they love Chris. Yeah. We love you. Mm. The whole staff we love outside. You. We love you. <laughs> They're always open and ready to go. Um, and then, so then they kind of separate and Kyle's mad at Kim per usual and sends her off in a limo alone while they all go out to get drinks somewhere oh, else. Okay. She's like, no, we're going home, Kim. We're no, going home. That, oh, Kim falls into like six plants. <laughs> oh, yeah. This jungle of hell. Uh, like, the okay. first Luann and, and Cobb and, and yes. living Luann but right in the yeah, bushes. She, like George of the jungle it straight into an orchid. It was uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, like a poem. Oh, I felt so bad for her. Poor Kim. And then Kyle was the Ramona that was like, you gotta be more careful. You're gonna break your ankle while she's like in the bushes. <laughs> you just gotta be more careful there. You're gonna really break your ankle. Um, and so Kyle punishes Kim by lying to her and telling her that they're all not going somewhere and they do. And then then Allison is blacked out. Like I I wonder her, I'm so sad that we never got to see her again. That she was Tamara Barney in Thailand. You'll never see me again. When she was like, she never came back. Nobody knows where she is. Except I did hear on a dateline that she was the psychic medium that somebody contacted for a case. And she goes, it's gonna be unsolved. Nobody will ever find her. And that's all she wrote back in the email. <laughs> After she charged them like a thousand dollars, but and I was like, "Good, great! Like you'll never find her. Know this: <laughs> she's dead, and you'll never find her." Okay, so oh that makes my me think that she might have been had something to do with it. Uh, <laughs> it was Dee Dee. We haven't know. seen Dee Dee in a long time. <laughs> Dee Dee is gone. It's the, I love the Dexter's Laboratory, Dee Dee. Oh yeah, Dee Dee. Uh, uh, but. I'm happy not seeing Dee Dee. Um, a woman with hair that's shade of red should really, <laughs> really watch how she speaks. It's very aggressive. And not be a hairstylist? <laughs> yes, she's Camille's oh, yes. hairstylist, too. <laughs> Choices. You know what? I feel like hairstylists always, because probably because they like to take risks, but I feel like hairstylists always have the worst hair. Yes. Yeah, true. absolutely. Non the non-black ones, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes oh, them too. So true. I'll say it's, it. it's mostly it's mostly the white hairstylist from Florida. You're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're like oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, you're like oh that's not, she's smoking two packs of cigarettes while your like hair's drying and I'm like yeah they love a chunky. I'm like you ride. didn't even you didn't even like wash my hair yet. Why are we waiting <laughs> for it to dry? Come back in. Stop smoking with your blue hair. Um, <laughs> and, and so basically Allison then just gets like, I, I don't know that Allison knew that there was a camera there the whole time. Like when they left, the things that she said were terrible. Like just in there, like Camille could have should have just been like dinner party's over. Yeah. We got to go. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, no, let's ruin her life, too. Like, we want to take yeah. we want to take Allison down, too, because I, I want the rights for the show and we don't want to pay her anymore. So we're firing her <laughs> right after this. Uh, I mean, she just, they said during the dinner was terrible. She told Kyle that she'd accomplished nothing in life. <laughs> she did. And then she, she was washed say that. up and take a flying yeah. leap. And you have, two legs you have legs, use them. Oh, so good. Last, Last time we checked. checked. Yeah. <laughs> Amputations <laughs> under the table. I wanted a Viva Dresher just to throw the leg on the table. Not oh, any second again, but yeah. I love Aviva. I think Did everybody who knows me knows I love Aviva. We just for that, that moment. She not only threw her leg, but she brought her records, her medical records with receipts. Like they can read an x-ray. She's like, what does this say? And they're like... No. We didn't go to school. We can't. Yeah, I that. skipped that day of medical school. Yeah, what sorry. does it say? I mean, uh, and, and then she talks about how Kyle is morally bankrupt and how she's a little bitch and how <laughs> she has a loose asshole. I, I mean, it, it was like all this weird. I was like, this is so What's bizarre. Ghost that? <laughs> right. right? Mm -hmm. does, she, does she say it with people there or after they leave when she says, I know when they're going to die? And I yes. love that about me. That's, that's, that's when they're getting sprayed by the sprinklers. 
<laughs> that's when Kim, like Kim's nurse. falling down the hill like Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah, she's just rolling and rolling. Oh, Kim's being God. attacked by the rodents of unusual size in the background. And she's like, I know when she'll die. It's right now. She's gone her. Yeah, and no one's going to find her. The mystery will never be solved. It'll never be solved. And then, like, the week. And she was like, if any of their kids disappear, they'll call you. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? Um, And then then I love that she ends it pretty much with, uh, Kyle's an angry bitch. Know that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that should have been that should have been kyle's next tagline to the next season it should have been like i'm an angry bitch know that because she says that mauricio loves his nannies but who can blame him because she's an icy bitch <laughs> she should have had the erica jane tagline that's not yeah. that's diamonds yeah i always I, thought it was weird that she had all those kids and no nannies <laughs> we don't need what? a psychic for that you know right. what yeah you know what you, d- you don't here and we mauricio, are especially like more current seasons mauricio goes on every trip now and i think that's because she doesn't want to leave him alone mm-hmm. oh yeah after season four when there were those rumors in the magazines yes yeah that that lisa planted in brandy's bag she was like where did this magazine come from circle that says mauricio's cheating (laughs) oh i mean it's it was so good and so much more to come i i love i can't wait the reunion is so good when camille has to like literally step back Uh the whole time (laughs) i remember when it happened all of the grocery stores were covered with magazines that's like America's next bitch housewife. And like, they were like taking Camille down. Okay, guys. So at the end, we name our saint and sinner. Who was your saint this week? Oh, mine is, it might be controversial. Mine is Camille. I know she's not like a, a saint saint, but she is doing the Lord's work. So it's there. Absolutely. I don't think that there would have been another season without Camille. I think no. Camille is this whole first season of Real Housewives mm-hmm. of Beverly Hills. Yeah. I think it would have been so dull without her. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. I'm going to say that my saint of the episode is Lisa Vanderpump because mm. I love Lisa Vanderpump. And she brought a lot. Her commentary was like, it was almost like watching a boxing match and you have like, let's go to the commentary. Like she <laughs> gave blow by blow her. This is one of the best confessionals she's ever did. They were all top notch, but definitely Lisa Vanderpump. She was, for me, she's like gold from beginning to end of this episode. I agree. I agree. She's very present. Lisa Vanderpump mm-hmm. is always on. She's always watching. What about you, Clindy? My saint um, were the sprinklers of holy water that gave the exorcism to those women that needed it. Not those women. Those women. Danielle Stapp, those women that needed it. <laughs> uh, mine, uh, mine was definitely Faye Resnick. I love anytime I can see Faye. I don't think that I ever really want Faye as a housewife, but I, I just love her just whispering around in parties. It's delicious to me panther in the jungle yes lisa (laughs) just panther okay and your center quinn you go first oh i have to go first yeah okay my center is going to be i I thought about this and i wasn't sure i was gonna say allison dubois but then that's like kind of on the nose so i'm gonna say dd because i hate (laughs) dd dd See, there's Indeed. really not anybody I hated this episode. It, they okay. all serve a purpose. So I'm going to say the, the Pete, what? Not she never serves a purpose. Yes, she does. I, I really think they all serve a purpose. So I'm going to say the pizza oven in Camille's backyard that was clearly not used. It was advertised. That was on the phone calls. We have a chef and a pizza oven, but... <laughs> Why I agree. Yeah, I was so mad. Also, I didn't understand why we were having pizza inside at that table <laughs> after we already had pizza with those martinis. She's like, come on over for a pizza party, gals. We're bringing my medium. Like, it's just like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why am I driving to fucking Malibu for a pizza? Like, make me some lamb. Get me something delicious. Something. You're yeah. right. You know, you got a point. <laughs> Kalindi. Um, 
my oh it was allison's outfit oh <laughs> yeah the only thing tackier than her insults oh mine was her <laughs> hair color mine was allison's hair color it was just aggressive at all times like so i just she. couldn't stop i was yeah. hoping that it, she would have had a big cigarette and it would just like went up in flame but <laughs> Didi might have caught the cross draft after that Didi. um Didi. okay well, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, tell us where we can listen to you and see you on social media and on your pods. Sure. Yeah, you can follow me at Real Donnie Wood on Instagram or TikTok. And you can listen to uh, I Am The Cute One, a nostalgia podcast, if you want to hear me recap movies from the late 90s and early 2000s. Or you can listen to Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. And that is exactly what it sounds like. And you, and you can find me at the Quinn Lamar, and that is on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the same name, the Quinn Lamar. And you can hear me on my new podcast, the messy show that I do with a comedian friend of mine, Katie Arroyo, where we take messy submissions and stories and basically judge people for them and have a good time. And you can also catch me on Know That, a Real Housewives podcast. Loves it. I have a question about the messy show. Do you, are you like, are, are they just submitting them and you just read them and judge them or do they have to show their face to their stories? Well, it's all anonymous. Like we okay. don't, we don't put anybody on blast. So okay. no, anybody, anybody <laughs> can supply a question. Or, 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 I'm not messy, or I am the cleanest bitch you've ever met. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Then you can hear out other people's dirty lines. Very cleanly, um, yeah. like Teresa. We also take hearsay. We take hearsay. We're oh. not a court. I love that. So we don't fact check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. You guys can reach us at housewivesheretics at uh, gmail.com. We're at housewivesheretics at Kalindi and at JRY27. We'll see you next week. Amen, bitches. Dave bless y'all. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to Housewives Heretics at gmail.com and check our season playlist, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen bitches. bitches.